This is the Horse Radio Network. What a beautiful day for horses in the morning. Saki from Ashland City, Tennessee. And I'm Jamie Jennings coming at you from Norman, Oklahoma, and you're listening to Horses in the Morning on the Horse Radio Network for September 12th, episode 2014, brought to you by Horselovers.com. Good morning, Horse World. Everybody up, rise and shine. It's a new day. It's Wednesday, Wednesday, Wednesday. Here we can go again. And away we go. All right, well, everybody, thank you so much for joining us. And uh, I know my sound is a little funny. I am currently sitting in my sister-in-law's bedroom on the floor. (laughs) (laughs) I've got as close as I can to the Wi-Fi and my this computer. Oh, yeah, it's, it's good. Well, thanks for hanging out with us. Irregardless, I've got Lisa with me. Good morning, Lisa. Good morning. We're so glad you're here. Thanks. I know it was a little bit crazy and hectic, but uh, I'm sure being that Glenn's going to come on later, he's going to yell at me for having terrible sound. Oh, you sound great. Oh, you're so sweet. No, no, no. You sound great. Well, cool. Well, yeah, I flew out here and we are in full farm mode. Yay. I made my... First payment for the barn builders, which we will. I'm not going to tell you what name, but we're going to talk about it later. And it's very exciting. And Yay. Beautiful. And so, Lisa, we, we found this 18-acre property. And, and I've uh, seen pictures of it. It's gorgeous. The, the, the land is spectacular. It's amazing. However, we the land was so beautiful and it was such a good deal. And, oh, by the way, they had this little house over to the side. And we still, like made an offer on it without even seeing the house. You didn't even go. Really? Into- yes. It was. Wow. It doesn't matter. We're going to build a house. eventually. Yeah. I'm like, we can live in anything for a while. You know, I've lived in the, you know, I've lived in a barn. So yeah. <laughs> in yeah. a, bank. a lot of us have. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> like, how bad can it be? <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> <It's really bad. laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Like, <laughs> I walked in the two. I got here Monday night. I walked in Monday and I was like, "Oh my God, what do we do?" <laughs> oh, Jimmy, I, I don't know how how your living situation has been in the past, but you know, I, I really, I mean, I can live in anything small crap. It doesn't matter. I've lived in a you know horse trailer, so yeah. but I just cannot deal with spiders and roaches and rats. Oh, but they, they'll go away. They'll go, <laughs> they'll go away. <laughs> so um, this house was built in 1950. Yeah. It has all the original fixtures and paint. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. We're going to have to get lead poisoning testing. So that's going to um, So I've met with some contractors. They came in yesterday and I was like, okay, guys. They're like, well, what do you want done? I was like, I don't know. Make it livable. <laughs> yeah. 
we 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 we're gonna get some quotes on making it a little easier. Yeah, yeah. So so while you're making it livable, where are you going to be staying? Well, we're not gonna move until probably mid October. So I'm like, okay. hey guys, get going. Let's do this. So yeah. we're gonna we're gonna get the quotes and kind of see which things like ah like the kitchen is is like it was built in 1950 but i'm pretty sure they got it out of a house from like 19 <laughs> <laughs> it's really really bad so i think you open the drawer and it's like something scary you know? oh no you have to post pictures oh god i don't know it, yeah I on the auditor page you have to well we'll see uh, you know what i can take the pictures from the uh yeah i i don't know i i don't know if i can i can't go i can't go in there again <laughs> That has to be really bad. Really bad. It's pretty bad. Like, you could tell they tried. Yeah. They were going to sell it. They they put in new, like, laminate floors. And those oh. Were, those were so, so how long has it been since somebody's lived in it? Several years. Uh, I mean, it's yeah. not, like, trashed. And it's, yeah. it's um actually, for Oklahoma, it's fairly safe. It's a cinder block home. Oh, those are good. Yeah. Yeah. So it'll be, it'll be, it'll be fine once yeah. we fix it. But like, I mean, the inside walls, there's no drywall. It's cinder block. Right. Yeah. <laughs> the walls in the inside are painted cinder block. So we've got some work to do. Um, but you know what? It doesn't kill you, make you stronger. And the land is spectacular and the horses and dogs will be very happy. And yes. uh, I will come around. <laughs> Yes, it'll be it'll be fine, and yeah, and you'll make it home. You'll make it home, just wherever you and Chad and and uh, your family are. You know, you'll be home. Yeah, it'll be okay. It'll yeah. Be <laughs> well, Jimmy, why don't you tell us what's coming up on today's show? Enough about me. <laughs> well, on today's show in our weekly horse health report, Doctor uh, guest Doctor Ken Brown from the Horse Vet Corner Facebook page chats with us about the fun community full of vet knowledge. Glenn will join in with an update from Weg and Hurricane Florence. He's going to be bringing us breaking news and apparently a huge rumor report. You know how gossipy Glenn can be. <laughs> and we'll also hear from Sally from Heels Down Happy Hour a little later in the show. So you don't want to miss any of it. It's a packed show as always today, guys. And speaking of today, today is a day carved out of heaven just for me. It is both <laughs> National Video Games Day and National Chocolate Milkshake Day. So you guys Holy know cow. what I'll be doing with the rest <laughs> of my time today. <laughs> I know where I'm going after the show. <laughs> wow. Got to celebrate. Wow. Hey, Jimmy, wow. I mean, before we let you go yeah. and you go back to work, tell us what you did for your birthday on Monday. Oh, teasing us. yeah. So uh, we went to this place that you all will remember from your childhoods. We went roller skating. I had the oh. best time. Let me tell you. So it was an epic fail. We were supposed to go roller skating uh, for Labor Day. Uh, so last Monday. And the website for this place said clearly that we follow Palm Beach County schools. If the school's closed, we're open except for major holidays. I'm like, great. They're going to be open today. I get Jordan all jazzed up. We get out there and they're closed. And I'm fuming. <laughs> like Labor Day is not a what? major holiday. <laughs> <laughs> so it was a total fail. I got Jordan all excited. So yesterday I made good and we went roller skating and it was just the time of our lives. So it was so much fun. 
Did you do a couple skate with your son? Okay, ladies and gentlemen, we're bringing down the lights. <laughs> oh my gosh, he's so such a novice that it's like all I can do just to get him off the wall. So I'm still in the learning phase with him. I'm still teaching him, but that's that's part of what makes it so much fun for me. It's just like I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm actually teaching him things. It's pretty cool. So now, did, did, did you have a lot of space to teach him? No, was, was because so I expected there, you know, to be since it was school was out um, for for the Jewish holiday, I expected there to be you know families and a few you know, but not too crowded. No, there were th- at least three busloads of childrens from local <laughs> school on field trips. So there were tons of children and very few adults. <laughs> Some of the kids were rolling out like pinballs. It was just insane. It was complete insanity, but it was fun. So did the disco ball drop down and like you go in the center of the whole thing and like do a solo? No, I'm not that. It's, it's not. I wish in my head I did. I totally did. But you know what? I I, I figured out that but what bothers me about the disco ball and I do it on purpose the, the, it turns in the opposite direction from when you, where you're ska- from the way you're skating. And so it throws off your equilibrium. It's just like that little extra thing as if riding around on wheels isn't bad enough. Now we're going to throw these lights to spin around in the opposite direction from you and really throw off your sense of speed and direction. Oh God, <laughs> and then we're going to turn off all the other lights. You crashed into everything, <laughs> but you're going to have fun. Damn it. <laughs> First world problem, Jemmy's <laughs> disco ball is going the wrong going direction. The wrong <laughs> You're messing up everything. Well, I'm glad you guys had a good time and your son had a good time too. That's awesome. I had a great time. Thanks. Awesome. All right. Now time for, uh, let's see, daily mini for you, Lisa. Yep. Well, my daily Winnie goes out to Andrew, a person I have never met, who helped Jamie get on the uh, on our Skype call today, because otherwise we wouldn't be having a show. So, so thank you to Andrew. All right, brother-in-law, you got a daily Winnie. Fantastic. I don't know where he went, but I'll tell him that later. I, I, he didn't do that much. It was just me freaking out running around the house. No, you weren't freaking out, but, but he has a really cool voice and, um, you know. <laughs> Great you know what? Today I didn't mention it, but today is also National Encouragement Day, and he certainly gave you a lot of encouragement, Jamie. So there you go. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right, my daily Winnie. I have two. Um, I'm going to throw them out. First of all, Andrew, my brother-in-law, who is amazing, uh, showed me on Netflix. He and he and Chad usually just watch soccer together on TV, but he was like, you know what? You're in here. I'll find something that you'll like. And he played on Netflix last night, being AP. And it is a Netflix documentary about AP McCoy, who's the winningest jump jockey of all time. He's an Irish guy and he he rides over in Europe um, or did. And it was like his whole the last year or two as a as a jump jockey and oh my gosh you guys watch this documentary it is unbelievable this dude is this dude is unbelievable being ap it's on netflix (laughs) my other daily winnie goes to some idiots idiots this is like almost need hey you're the one but like not 
So tell us how you really feel. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> hey, you know what? How about this? Get, get, I want you to give me your honest answer. If you guys were selling a horse and somebody offered you $1.76 million, would you take it? What? 1.76? I would throw that horse at them so hard and start running so fast in the other direction with that money. Absolutely. Exactly. Why would you turn it down? So Justify, who won the Triple Crown this year, his half-brother was at the Kingwood auction. Oh, I saw that. On the bloodhorse.com is Justify's half-brother fails to sell at $1.75 million. So Tanya Gunther of Glenwood Farm owns Justify's mother. They bred Justify's mother to Will Take Charge, who's an unproven sire, and but they didn't know Justify was going to be Justify. They just they liked the, the pairing. And apparently everybody else did too at the Keeneland sales. And they got the bids up to $1.75 million. And they were like, nope, we're going to buy it back. Was this was this a yearling or a two-year-old? I believe it's the yearlings. See, that's even worse. You know, because you can even have full siblings. And they're completely different horses. Just like people have can have, you know, brothers and sisters are completely different. And if that horse doesn't have the will and the determination to run... You know, and you don't know that till you get them on the track. That's crazy. That's the day two idiots met. The day somebody paid it and the day somebody turned it down. <laughs> yep. Wow. That is my, it's almost like an anti-daily, Winnie. But you know what? You be you, I'll be me. And you think your horse is worth more than $1.75 million. That sounds good. Th- this mare, by the way, justifies mama, has a foal at her side and is already impregnant to tap pregnant to tap it so, wow yeah there's there's a there's a whole lot so that the maris stage magic is the mare's mm-hmm. name and she has a baby uh full at her side right now by i'm trying to remember and then a pioneer of the nile so okay. pioneer of the nile who is american pharaoh's daddy she's got a pioneer of the nile at her foot she's in full to quality road and she's going to curlin next year Wow, I love Curlin. Sell for one point seven five million dollars. <laughs> yeah, thought that was worth mentioning. Well, it is that time. It's time for our first guest. We're going to give Dr. Ken Brown a call. Well, we've got Dr. Ken Brown from. Well, he's from many places, from what I understand. But I found him on the Horse Vet Corner Facebook page. Uh, He is one of the founders of that Facebook page. And if you're not a member, you have to go check it out because it is one of the most interesting time sucks that I've ever been a part of on Facebook. (laughs) I go and I just read and read and read and look at gross pictures and I love every bit of it. Um, And what makes the Horseback Corner unique is that only veterinarians can answer questions. And so I actually learned about this page from Dr. Madison Siemens, who you guys know we've had on a ton. And he's one of the vets that actually answers questions. So we've got Dr. Brown. Good morning, Dr. Brown. Okay, good morning. Thank you so much for joining us. Uh, You are one of the founders of this Facebook page. Tell everybody about the page and then tell us why you've decided to create it. Well, Horsefit Corner is actually an offshoot of uh, Goatfit Corner. We started back in September of 2014, and it turns out a lot of people that uh, have goats and had questions about goats, 
then um, have questions about their horses. And we answered questions on the goat back corner side by just about any farm animal. And the concept is actually pretty simple. When you can't have access due to your location or funds to a veterinarian or to um, assistance of, of an educated medical nature, let's call it, you, you turn to where you can find that information, which turns out to be Facebook most of the time which is a wonderful uh, accolade for Facebook. But at the same time, you have a lot of lay folks that are well-intentioned, but very misinformed. And because the goat stuff was totally out of control, that group grew to over 50,000. Why? And the offshoot, <laughs> it did that in about <laughs> two and a half years. Wow. And the offshoot was Horsevet Corner. Now, curiously, Horsevet Corner uh, took off even quicker because apparently horses are more liked than goats, which is no surprise. <laughs> but horse vet corners concept exactly the same as a goat vet corner, and there's a pet vet corner too. Is this <clears throat> lay people will tell you everything you need to know about your horses, your dog, your cat, your guinea pig, any animal. People that breed them particularly know an awful lot, or so they think. And when anybody would ask a question in a group that's uh, open, let's call it. You would be flooded out with two, three, four hundred responses of well-intentioned people or uh, comments such as, oh, poor horse, poor this, poor that. And, and it got crazy and you couldn't get the information you're seeking, which is uh, problematic. So the concept is, well, let's form a group where veterinarians will volunteer their time and we'll answer questions and we'll make everyone else just simply sit like you're in a seminar where you would raise your hand, you'd ask a question of the speakers. They would answer, and then you have follow-up questions if needed. Go on to the next question. And it's really that simple of a concept. A little hard for some folks to understand. and want to know why they can't participate, but it'd be no different than if you went to a lecture somewhere, and they're not going to let you jump up and start you know, pontificating and <laughs> going on and on about what you think is best for you know my friend Flicka. It's just not going to happen. Do- Dr. So Brown, let me stop. Really simple. There's one segment that we do on this show that I feel like you know you're providing the antithesis for, and the segment that we do on the show is it's called "Bad Advice for Horse People" by Horse People, and we take those Facebook questions and I read the Facebook answers as ridiculous as they are. So we do feel like some of it's entertaining and I'm so glad that there is a yin to every yang and you guys have an actual real Facebook page. And it is fascinating that there are only vets and I, I feel like you guys delete more comments than you read, than, than you write. Uh, that would probably be extremely correct. And there's a crew <laughs> of volunteers, which are the unspoken heroes are actually the, the folks that keep it running the administrators and moderators who sit and hover from actually across the globe, 24 hours a day, don't miss too much. They'll get in there and they'll delete comments as fast as they're popped on. And if you think about it too, when you limit your comments to the veterinarians, if you need to have information or you're searching for information, which you can do within uh, any group, that you don't have to wade through all these hundreds of comments. You get right to the point. You can have a question that has one or two quick answers to it by a veterinarian. And these questions can be anywhere from reproduction issues, dermatology, podiatry. And there's actually in the group that have volunteered, which is about 218, last count I have, about 218 veterinarians have uh, volunteered to participate in some fashion, some much more active than others. There's a core of about 24 or so that are extremely active. They answer anywhere from uh, 
72 to 767 questions individually per month. Wow. What I really like yeah, about the page is, is when I when I signed up for it, you have to answer like three questions, uh, making very sure that you understand the concept of the page and that, you know, unless you're a veterinarian, you're not going to comment. And so I just I just felt reassured from the from the get go that I was going to get really good information and and that I wasn't going to get, you know, just the the farmer next door who happened to have a horse and, you know, be commenting. So that really was exciting for me to say, oh, this is a really quality page. And and it's been great. There's, there's two things I think important to, to look at, too, is that the page uh, does inform people, this is a medical emergency, get a hold of that. Yes. You know, don't come here saying, should I see a vet, should I this, should I that. And then the answer is go see the vet. And many uh, <laughs> of the veterinarians have actually obtained clients through this as they're located that didn't even know to go looking for a vet in their area for a specific problem. So it's really helping the, the horse industry, the horse folks out there. It helps them in a huge way, especially those that are more isolated in rural areas where the nearest vet could be over 100 miles away. There's something you can do at home to make things a little bit better. Yeah. And you get good info. And I was curious this morning because I ran some demographics on it. And in the last uh, 28 days, there's been over 2,000 posts, which wow. is a few. Over 71,000 members, of which 54,000 are considered active, and that means they've participated in the last 30 days. That's a lot of folks going in there and looking. And oh, yeah. Sunday to Thursday, most active time, usually from 1 to midnight or so, our time. Of course, the, uh, the top countries, the United States is number one on the hit parade, but surprisingly, uh, United Kingdom, Australia, Canada, New Zealand, South Africa, Ireland, wow. Norway, Nigeria, France. Well, you know, I've, I've found, too, that, you know, when I've wanted to post a question, I just have to scroll down, you know, just a short ways. And my, my question's already been posted by somebody else and already answered. So, you know, a lot of times you don't even have to wait for a veterinarian to respond because it's already been done. Yeah, if, you, if you search, search tool is extremely helpful. We always encourage everybody to start with a search. And there's also files that are uh, permanently in, in the group. So if you look through the files and you do a search, your question could already have been answered. It's kind of like a, uh, a dynamic textbook is the way I look at it for all the groups, all the vet corner groups, is that um, you have a pool of knowledge and it's actually being currently and, and constantly refreshed, not just wow. by an academic or a study that could be two years old by the time it gets to publication, but by people in the field. And some of these folks are actually being board certified podiatrists, dentists, and they're providing information that you couldn't get even you have to wait for a conference for six months or a year to get the right. same information. It might be there instantaneous. It's a well, major plus, and it's a good use of Facebook, I think. Well, we do want to thank all the vets who give their time. I mean, how incredible is it that these guys work all day long, and then they come home, and they sit down, probably have a lot of their own paperwork to do, and they get on here, and they help people who need help. And that's really amazing thing for a veterinarian to do to donate their time like that so thank you for starting it and thank you for uh encouraging it and and creating well the goat vet corner i didn't even know it existed but yeah I, i'm still getting trying to get past fifty thousand people on goat vet corner. <laughs> um, there's there's quite a few i guess if you add all the groups together it's um 130,000 140, well, you guys are doing great things. Let's hear, uh, plug your business, though, before we let you go. 
Oh, my own business? Yeah. Oh. Huh. No, that, that, that's not important. I work in North Florida, but it's actually, all of this is, is uh, spearheaded by a group called Rural Veterinary Outreach, which is a nonprofit. And their function is to actually provide education and, and medical information for, regarding animals to remote areas. And it just turned out that Facebook was, was the best way to do it. And it reaches an awful lot of people and more than you could ever imagine if you were to do a local extension or anything like that. And as a plug for women, you know, 96% of the members in the Horseback Corner are women. Interesting. That doesn't surprise yep, me. Yep, and it's just about, about right for the horse industry. And the age group, uh, the biggest age groups are 25 to 44. I still, I'm so still in. It's, like... <laughs> it's not <laughs> just barely hanging on. <laughs> It's, well, just, it's Dr. an interesting group, interesting demographic. Yeah. Well, Dr. Brown, thank you so much for joining us, and thank you for starting this, and thank you for helping people and, and uh, everything that you do. We appreciate it. Oh, it's, really it's my pleasure, and all the veterinarians uh, appreciate the accolades, but it also goes to show veter- veterinarians, they really do have a heart. <laughs> well, <laughs> they do. They wouldn't be veterinarians if they didn't. Yeah. <laughs> We all get in a rut when it comes to shopping for horse supplies online. If you have not tried Horselovers.com yet, then you are missing out on one of the world's largest online tack shops and all the best brands like Noble Outfitters, Ariat, Turn 2, Tough One, Professional's Choice, Weaver, and many, many more. Visit Horselovers.com every day to see their daily deals and flash sales. Horselovers.com has everything for the Western and trail rider. So get on over to Horselovers.com today and save. We would like to thank horselovers.com for being a sponsor today. And now we're going to talk to the big cheese. Glenn, what's going on? Well, where do you want to start? We have a lot going on here and it's interesting. It's interesting at WAG. Now you messaged me and said you had massive breaking news. Yeah, the first competition leaving this morning at 6.30 for WAG was endurance. And let's just say it didn't go well. Um, They were all supposed to ride out at 6.30 this morning. Well, apparently about half of them got directed the wrong direction. Oh, no. We heard that somebody that was down there watching said there were horses everywhere. They didn't know what they were doing, and they were just going all directions. Um, It's uh, a bit of a mess. They have decided that they're going to restart the race, which means everybody rides the first loop as a test loop. They shortened the length of the race from 160 kilometers to 120 kilometers. And they all have to come back in at the first loop and do a vet check. And then they'll restart the race 45 minutes after the last horse has been inspected at the vet gate. Only horses that pass the vet check will be eligible to start. And now there's some confusion. And believe me, things around here are fluid, to say the least, this whole entire time we've been here. Fluid is a good word because it changes every minute. Yeah. only horses that it's what they're saying is only horses that started the original start are eligible to participate. So what we're not sure is all those horses that went off the wrong direction because they were pointed the wrong direction. Are they going to be able to start? Are they punishing them? So it is a bit of a mess here at WAG already on day oh, one. Man. Can you imagine? I mean, you prepare for years for this thing and then something like that happens. I mean, that would just totally mess with my mind. I well, mean, I, I, you know, it, I, I give them credit. Three days ago when we got here, this place was a construction site. I mean, 
a massive construction site, and they've gotten a lot done in the last three days. And, you know, they're, they're doing the best they can at this point to just get the competitions out and started. Uh, they did not need this, and I don't know what happened. Uh, and there's going to be – well, the problem now is I'm reading some of the Endurance Board's uh, Facebook pages, and the problem they're going to have is your first riders come in pretty quickly off the first lap, and they're going to have to wait for the last riders to come in and get vetted, and everybody has to be 45 minutes after the last one vets, which means horses are going to be standing around for hours. Yeah. And that, you know, Lisa, <laughs> that's not good, right? No, so, no, no. And, no. And, you know, you have your plan for your race and you've got your horse conditioned and, and this is going to add hours to the length of time that people are are out there and, and participate in this whole thing. And it, it's totally going to affect well, the outcome. We're already hearing that there's going to be massive protests. Um, you know, everybody's going to protest this and I don't know what's going to happen with that. Uh, so it gets sent the wrong way. I don't understand from what I'm learning yeah. about endurance. There's like signs pointing, go this way. Well, Jamie, <laughs> <laughs> they put, they built the endurance thing where all the vet stuff yesterday, there wasn't even water down there till last night. So it's, it's all getting done a bit last minute. Um, and the I first can event is endurance and they built that almost last I Apparently have a lot so. more. I got more to tell you about. Um, so, <laughs> okay, I'll stop. Keep going. where do we start? We'll move um, on. So, we're, the volunteers here are really nice and have all great Southern accents. That's one real positive. The volunteers are terrific, um, and you know the other big thing, of course, is the hurricane. And I will talk about yeah. that a little bit. Um, they're tending to play it down a bit, saying we're so far inland. And I did a post this morning over on 2018 Wag Show. That's the other thing they're dealing with here is not only are they, you know, last minute getting this out and done, which they only had 18 minutes or 18 months to prepare for when no one else would do it. Right. So, you know, we give them that, but they, um, they got this hurricane bearing down on us. And now the hurricane is trending more south and west, and that puts it right over us. So yeah. we're, we're 200 miles plus inland. So what we're looking at, and I'm going to continue doing accurate posts based on the National Weather Service with us marked on the maps all day for the next couple of days, because nobody's doing that here. And everybody's confused about what the weather's actually going to be. So right now, and they're kind of downplaying it a little bit here. Um, so right now we're looking at 30 to 50 mile, uh, mile an hour winds over a sustained period of time. Uh, which could mean 24 to 48 hours. Uh, we're looking at uh, anywhere between 6 to 10 inches, and if it stalls up to, we're hearing 30 inches of rain here in the mountains. Oh, my goodness. Um, which could, you know, we're fine. The, the facilities, let me, let me stress this. These facilities are built, like the building I'm in now for the media center, this is a hurricane shelter. This is where people come to get out of the hurricane. It's it's a very solid built building. The barns all the horses in are concrete block. They're all built for this. So people and horses are going to be fine. Uh, whether the competitions, you know, the timing, they said, we will do the competitions even if we have to postpone them. So if they're postponed in the next week, that's what they're going to do. Maybe um, postponed endurance. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and we don't even have any weather yet. It's, yeah, it's exactly. actually kind of nice out. It's just a little cloudy. <laughs> it's but actually so, a perfect day for, for riding. It's because it's overcast. The sun isn't beating down. It's not hot. Yeah. So. But Glenn, if, if, this, if you're 200 miles inland and the storm is 500 miles wide, 
doesn't that mean you're going to really like get the, the brunt of it? Um, well, yes. I mean, we won't, the winds will have dissipated by the time they get here. So that's why we're only looking at 30 to 50. The rain only. is, um, uh, rain is going to be a serious problem. They have cut away hills here and it's going to be a mud hole and a, and a mess. Um, it's just going to be a mess. We talked, uh, to Max Cochran yesterday because in cross country here is supposed to be on Saturday. This storm's supposed to start hitting on Friday. Cross country starts on Saturday. So we'll be, uh, we talked to Max Cochran yesterday from the eventing radio show. She's helping organize eventing. And you'll hear that interview on the 2018 WAG show that's just out now. Go to 2018wagshow.com and you can find that or on your podcast players. So she said that they are fully prepared to move cross-country day if they have to. Um, and I don't know. The FEI makes that call. And the FEI is very aware that they have to keep these horses safe in this particular show with the atmosphere right now. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So they're, they're well aware of what's going on, uh, you know, as far as that's concerned. Um, do it today. You, what's that? Yeah. Go do cross country today. Go. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so this is what's happening today. We have dressage is happening in the very large arena that they've set up next door to where I'm sitting right now. Jennifer's out there watching dressage. Reese and Philip are coming in right now from Lexington. That's interesting, too. Reese and Philip hosted the dressage radio show. Philip was supposed to fly into Charlotte. Uh, today, and he got an uh, Air Canada sent a message, uh, an email them said, your flight out is probably not going to happen because he was supposed to fly out on Sunday, and they're already warning him those flights are going to be canceled. So he flew into Lexington and is driving over with Reese right now uh, to help cover dressage because I don't want to watch dressage for two days. So (laughs) that's what uh, they're coming over to do that. Dressage has started. They're doing the uh, Grand Prix dressage tests today. It's the team championship and then qualifiers for individual. So their their results today will determine who qualifies for the individual tests. Also starting today is raining. Now, they're the luckiest of all of them because that indoor arena, I'm telling you guys, Jamie, it is the largest indoor arena I have ever seen in my life. They're using half of it for the competition. It is enormous. You, you could practice endurance in that arena. Uh, and the footing they put in there is you want to roll in it. It's the most beautiful footing I've ever seen. But you know but what? So, you just solved the endurance problem. There, there you go. <laughs> round and round we go. <laughs> so uh, raining starts today too, and that's the team competition and individual qualifier. We'll know a winner for the team by the end of the day. All the cowboys from around the world are here, and I was surprised. They all kind of sound like cowboys, even from other countries. Really? Uh, yes, it's it's a weird hearing somebody from like Germany and Sweden, and they kind of have a little bit of a cowboy accent. Uh, <laughs> it's just was strange. You have to interview some of them for the like show. I'm going to yeah. try and get some of them. Um, it's very strange, very weird. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but we are in the heart of Southern accents here, and uh, as I said, the volunteers here are all sweet as pie. They really are, uh, and. Have- they subscribe to the to the Debbie Lauk's southern accent. Y'all yes. sweet, sweet, and hey, and all that stuff. Yeah. They are. They are. Now, I also, do you want time? Now, this is strictly rumor and conjecture. I have no, nothing to verify anything I'm about to say. This is now the rumor mill segment of our report. Do you want to hear it? Well, of uh-huh. course. <laughs> so, so when, oxygen? God. When, when some people, oh, wait a minute, we just got a statement hot off the presses from endurance. You want to hear this first? 
As some teams were unfortunately misdirected at the start of today's endurance ride, the competition will be stopped at the first vet gate and restarted as a 120 instead of 100 kilometer championship. In order to ensure that all horses are fit to compete, they will go through a vet check. Only horses that have passed the vet check will compete. No substitution of horses will be allowed. The restart of the ride will take place 45 minutes after the last horse has been inspected. As there is no possibility to reschedule the ride tomorrow, the president of the grand jury agreed that this was the only pragmatic solution. This is in line with the preamble to FAI rules, blah, 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 blah. Oh, they're, they're citing the emergency exception rule. Um, and that is? Uh, it says, in any unforeseen or exceptional circumstances, it is the duty of the ground jury and the veterinarians to make a decision in the sporting spirit uh, as nearly as possible to the intention of these rules and of the general rules of the FEI, which means uh, whatever happens, we can change the rules, is basically what that says. <laughs> so apparently they're changing the rules. Uh, because apparently, from what I heard, that this wasn't a, this really isn't allowed to lower the length of the race. Right. It's kind of not in the rules. But the FEI makes the rules, and so they pretty much do what they want. So, uh, so Glenn, so has some of the horses gone like like 40 kilometers and others oh, they all haven't? Went. They're they all, all went the first lap. Yeah. Okay. okay. They all went. And apparently they were being told some of them were so off course that they're on roads. One of our listeners on the way in posted a picture of her driving on a road beside the horses. Oh, wow. That's not supposed to happen either. There's no. no road. No. So, uh, so now the rumor mill. Strictly rumor. This is only what we're hearing through the grapevine. Apparently, Shake, the Shake has rented the entire Biltmore Hotel. Uh, he has everything. Rumor has it that uh, he doesn't want to. This is a rumor. I don't know if it's true, <laughs> but rumor has it that uh, he has all kinds of contingencies, so he doesn't have to walk on the ground. And there's all these rumors we're hearing about the shake. Uh, you know, and this what's happening? Like, this reminds me of when the Super Bowl was in Phoenix, and P Diddy rented out the Marriott. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. It's like a lot like, like that. the shake. Yes. He didn't want to walk around. Um, you know, he like had to be carried everywhere. Yeah. We also saw evidence and heard about apparently one of the uh, people we know got parked in last night and couldn't get out of the parking lot, which, by the way, the parking lots are a mess. Uh, there's just no direction. You just park people parking everywhere like a regular horse show. Yeah. Um, and they got parked in. They couldn't get out. And it was all of these cars lined up. And they called the police. They got the police over and they were going to tow them all until they discovered they were all the Secret Service cars. <laughs> uh, apparently, the Secret Service is here in droves. And we said, we asked why. And there was a rumor that the Queen might be coming. So um, oh. we don't know that for sure. And probably if there's a storm, she won't be. There's uh, no way the Queen of England is going to come into a hurricane. No. No. No, no, and you know the Secret Service could be here because of the you know Middle East royalty that's here, but um, we don't we don't know for sure why they're all oh, here. But oh apparently, my God. wait a second, is Donald Trump going to come to the WEG? Oh my God! Yeah, <laughs> I don't I don't think that's happening either. Not with the security <laughs> isn't that tight here. So. Oh my God! Like, oh. So that's the rumor mill. I'll keep you up to date on the rumor mill when we get back together again on Friday. Um, I this is going. We said before we left, and I told Jamie this, it, this WEG is going to be interesting. And so far, in a couple hours into day one, it's very interesting. Totally. Very interesting. Wow. You know what? The yeah. Secret Service is there. I bet Kaylee Kuoko is there, and she heard that you were going to be there. And so she's got a lot of security to keep you away. Well, you know what? That's it. Jumping is next week, and I am going to be on the lookout for Kaylee Kuoko. I am stalking. 
I am definitely talking <laughs> her. I am going to find her next week. And the uh, Secret Service. <laughs> yeah. So what I want to remind everybody is we're doing daily wrap-up shows. We had a really good one last night with a lot of interviews, uh, 2018wegshow.com. Just search for 2018wegshow on any podcast player or on the Horse Radio Network app at iOS or Android. Just search Horse Radio Network. Keep an eye. I don't know if you guys have been watching the 2018wegshow Facebook page. We are posting a ton of stuff there. Uh, pictures, Facebook Lives, all the up-to-date news that we get. And I'm also going to be doing those weather reports as I'm the only one that seems to be doing them. I'm going to be doing <laughs> weather reports. It was shared like a hundred times already. Um, so we're going to be doing that every six hours as the National Weather Service updates as well. So You know, I've been, I've been watching the Facebook page and, and really kudos to you guys because, I mean, I feel like I'm there. And I was, I was at WEG in 2010 when it was in um, Lexington. And so I know what it's like, but, and I've been to Tryon. But you guys really, I feel like I'm there. And so now I don't feel so bad for not well, being some there. Well, some of the, you know, most people are, at news outlets post their very filtered posts. Yeah. We're just posting raw stuff, you know, so yeah. you're getting what we get. If we find interesting people, we're going to post them. Celebrities, we're going to post them. Whatever we find, we're just going to post it. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, you know, our, I'm, I, you know who I do feel bad for with this hurricane? Obviously, ticket holders who are going to lose a lot of money. And will there be refunds? That's not kind of the way horse shows work. Yeah. Um, I, I don't know. There's no confirmation on any of that. But this, you guys have been to horse shows and things that have been canceled. And if you don't show up, it just doesn't work. Right. Um, so who I feel bad for is the vendors. They are all in little tents at the bottom of a hill that was just carved out. And these are tiny little 10 by 10 tents. I do feel bad for them because they paid $10,000 for 10 by 10 tents. Oh, man. Be- and if this storm comes and affects the number, we're already seeing reports of a lot of people not coming. Um, so, you know, if, if they lose a lot of business, I feel really, really bad. Yeah. For that. Yeah. I really do. Yeah. I heard something where they were going to tie all the tents together to minimize the I wind hope damage. They're tying them together with the largest ropes they can find. <laughs> uh, the again, thing again is not the wind, it's the water. Yeah. Well, I hope I didn't bore you this morning. (laughs) Oh, I just—I just want to know how much coffee you've had. This has been awesome. (laughs) We are going to be running on on uh, everybody here is going to be running on fumes here by the end of fourteen days. Let me tell you. Oh yeah. Uh, But look for the next update. Tonight's update on the twenty eighteen Wag Show is going to be very interesting. Well, thanks for getting down and 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 getting all the information for us. We appreciate it. And give Jennifer a a hug for us and, and. I might have to. I made her go out and watch dressage. So <laughs> yes, made her. She <laughs> said, "Do I have to do dressage?" I said, "Yeah, I'm going to raining. At least they hoop and holler there." So, <laughs> and Samantha's down at endurance, uh, trying to keep up on what's going on down there. So uh, we have celebrity sightings to let you know. I literally ran into, actually ran into touching two people yesterday. Uh, Boyd Martin ran into him. Uh, he almost knocked me over. Um, he was on a hurry because he, uh, didn't have a belt. He lost his belt and his pants were falling down. So he was going to find <laughs> And then I literally ran into Charlotte Desjardins, uh, came around a corner and, uh, bumped into her. Uh, so with her Can entourage. Because I would have cried. I couldn't say any- I was going to say hi, but I couldn't talk. Um, <laughs> Charlotte scares me and she's the nicest person in the world, but like she's Charlotte. She's like the queen of England in dressage, you know? I- so. 
I love the fact that like stars, they're just like us. Boyd Martin needs a belt because oh, they're out. Yeah, he lost his belt, and apparently, losing things is something Boyd does well, from what I've heard. So. Oh. <laughs> you got to tune into horses in the morning. We're not saying all this stuff on the 2018 Wag Show. You get the good <laughs> stuff on horses in the morning. Boyd Martin's pants falling down. That's yep. good. Yep. <laughs> we might be doing special episodes if this gets really good, guys. So be prepared. <laughs> all right, perfect. <laughs> Thanks, all Thanks, right, see Glenn. you guys. Goodbye, everybody. Well, it looks like everybody at Wag needs a guardian angel. So here we go, Templeton Thompson. She could have passed for a cowboy The way she carried herself And that 50 pounds of leather Put it up on that pony Light as a feather Like she'd done it all her life And she asked if I was ready Handing me the reins And we started out walking Up until that morning She hadn't been much on talking Guess it finally come the time And she said I've learned more from the back of a horse Than most folks ever get to know You never really know what you're made of Till you ride out on your own
Templeton Thompson, Guardian Angel. You're listening to Horses in the Morning on the Horse Radio Network, brought to you today by Horselovers.com. I'm hanging out with Lisa Waisaki. You guys just heard from Glenn. He's uh, that dude is like 47 cups of coffee in. Totally. That's just him. Yeah. I can't tell. Oh boy, what a mess. Okay, well, um, let's talk to Sally from Heels Down Happy Hour. Hi. Hi. Hi, my friend. How are you? Good. I feel like I haven't talked to you in forever. I know. Where in the world are you right now? Uh, I'm in San Diego, but I just got back. I went and saw Taylor Swift this weekend in Kansas City, so it was like an epic trip. Okay. Tell me. Let's forget horses. Okay. Okay. So I went to T-Swift, and I took my... Chad was out of town. My babysitter was at the show. I was totally screwed. So I took my five-year-old to his first concert, which was Taylor Swift. Hey, I mean, there are worse first concerts, man. Yeah, except for the fact that she didn't come on till nine. And he goes, oh, yeah, that's right. And so we got about about five songs in. So I didn't get to see much. Well, that's good. At least you got to see a little bit of it, though. It was a good show. I I really liked it. Okay, tell me about it. Give me the review. Okay, so there's lots of snakes, obviously. She, like, really capitalizes on this, like, reputation <laughs> that she has. And so, but it's like, okay, so the biggest thing about the show is that the stage, I mean, I've been to a lot of, like, big stadium shows. And this stage was, I was just like, did you guys get here two weeks ago to put this up? Because it's it was, like, massive. And she had pyrotechnics. And she had three different stages two smaller ones kind of in the back so she could get to the people in the back like me and then the front stage. And it was just like massive. I don't even understand how they put it up in what one or two days. So the one, I think they do it one day. I mean, she's playing yeah. every night. Right. I'm sure she doesn't have two of those. So that's what yeah, I'm this thinking. Day, <laughs> it's a backup one. <laughs> describe why does she, why is she so obsessed with snakes? Okay. I heard it was like this Kardashian thing. It and, is. Well, that's what everybody says. I don't know. So the whole beef with Kim Kardashian and Kanye West and Taylor Swift goes way back. But the most recent thing was that Kim Kardashian basically used, I don't know if she used the snake emoji or if she just passive aggressively tweeted about snakes at a suspicious time. But basically it goes back to her like calling Taylor a snake. And so Taylor was like, yeah, okay, well, if I'm a, if you say I'm a snake, then I'm a snake. And then she just kind of took it and ran with it. She will exploit you and, like, don't date her. Don't. Right. <laughs> don't date her. Don't you... be friends with her. Don't do anything. Yeah. You will Unless be... you want to have a mean song written about you. <laughs> or, like, an entire themed world tour about you. Right. Being, like... But you know what? She, it worked. I mean, that girl is so rich. It's not even funny. I mean, I don't know if she's happy, but she's rich. Dude, so, she's her. got one of the two. I love I everything. Joke about, about that. <laughs> you know, as uh, a as a Nashvillian here, and of course Taylor lives here in Nashville. Oh, uh, that's right. 
you know, she um, she's seen around town all the time. And um, I was in Starbucks uh, a couple of weeks ago and she I was coming in. She was coming out. You know? No way. Oh, absolutely. Oh, yeah. my God. I'm moving she's, to Nashville. She's very visible here. And, that's uh, kind of that's kind of cool that she's yeah. not just hidden away in her loft, no, loft she's got, apartment. She's got this, yeah, she's got this huge loft apartment that looks over town. I mean, everybody knows where she lives, but you know, but huh. she frequents a lot of different coffee shops here in Nashville. There's a little one in West Nashville that she's been to a couple of times. And, that's kind of cool. Yeah, yeah. So she's you know snake snake like or not, she's <laughs> or not. <laughs> I love her. Uh, that's cool. Yeah. Nashville's yeah. pretty cool, though. I mean, I would be down to live there. So maybe me and Taylor can be friends. Maybe. And she can write a song about me. Maybe. <laughs> yes. There you go. <laughs> Don't get wrong. Yeah, right. Well, I think uh, we've got time for, for a happy happy hour story. What? Oh, a happy hour story. Oh, man. Um, so, well, I mean, have you guys talked about, I'm sure you guys have just only talked about WAG, right? We just talked to Glenn moments ago about Okay. Yeah. All right. So. Just just a small continuation of that is that, um, well, I'm, I'm unfortunately not going to WAG this year. I'm kind of sad about it. But honestly, with the weather, I'm sure you guys have talked about that. Um, yeah. Super excited to not be going, actually. But, <laughs> um, you know, our, our cover, we are, like, killing it with our covers on Heels Down Magazine this year because we've had now, we put Holly Bennett AWOD on our September cover. And she got named to the Canadian WEG team. So I'm super excited. And that's like, I don't don't know, I can't count, but we've had several covers, not to toot her own horn, but I was just, it's just like weird timing that we picked these people and then they go on to do incredible things that nobody wants to really It's It's, hold on, it's the opposite of the Madden curse. You guys, you know, if a football player gets put on the cover. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And their season's like ruined. they have like the worst year ever. So, but you guys, if you get put on the cover of Heels Down, you have like the yes. best year ever. It oh, is your best year yeah. ever, apparently. Unless you're all well, over I- <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Um, I, feel like, uh, I feel like karma gets people sometimes. It, it'll be interesting for sure. I mean, um, I don't know if you guys saw the, the gift that I posted on Facebook of Andrew Nicholson running over Chris Bartle in the in the on-ramp to show jumping at Burley last week. Yes. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, God. It was so funny. I just, like, it was, I don't even know. I don't even want to speculate on it, but just that just made me think of that because it was just a very, very funny occurrence to me. But, yeah, yeah it's, it'll be interesting for sure. But I just thought it was really funny that we had, we, we put Holly on our September cover because we made this decision, like, months ago. We shot her not shot her. We shot the photos <laughs> um, <laughs> um, at Kentucky, actually. So we were working ahead a little bit. So, um, but I'm super excited. It's a really good article. Justine, our editor, wrote the feature, and then I did a, a sub feature on the, um, excuse me, the 2010 Canadian World Equestrian Team, World Equestrian Games team that got silver in 2010, like out of the blue. So that was a really fun article to write because I got to talk to all the different team members. So it's kind of a good like WEG throwback, get pumped for WEG kind of issue. Yeah. Well, yep. we've always loved Holly on the show for sure. She came and did a clinic in Phoenix, and I got to. Oh, cool! I basically stalked her. I was yeah. like, <laughs> club clinic, and I'm like this weirdo on the side with a microphone, like, "Hey!" <laughs> but she's so gracious, and she's super. And nice, she's a great so. coach. She's very like, even if you take one clinic with her, you'll learn 
like she has a very good eye for, for what you need on that day, which I think is the sign of a good clinician who can kind of identify what you would benefit from the most on that day, you know? Yeah. yeah. So what's coming up next for Heels Down? Um, we've got some exciting things coming up. Like I said, we're at WAG right now. So we've got a lot of cool stuff that's coming out of there and we're starting to look ahead towards the holidays. Um, we've got a really exciting cover coming up. I'm not going to tell you just yet who it is, but, um, I will say that it's an exciting up and coming writer. Um, we've got a couple exciting up and coming writers that we're going to be featuring. And again, hopefully it's a prediction for the future, but so you'll want to definitely keep an eye out. You can't give us a hint. Well, he's, yeah, I can't. He. Okay, really. that's a hint. It's a, he. it's a he, and you might okay. not even know who he is yet. But trust me, you're gonna know who he is in a, in a couple of years, I think. So, um, yeah, I'm super excited. It's a story that I've been wanting to write for a while now, and you'll just you'll just have to see. But yes, it's a he. Okay. <laughs> this sounds like um, when I was in radio and like real radio, and this uh, PR guy brought in this little kid to sing for us live on the radio and we're all like this is super weird this kid's like a little kid right singing and now he's a uh known as justin bieber so oh my god yeah yeah yeah. (laughs) this could be the justin bieber of the horse world we don't know oh my gosh i'm gonna tell this person that you said that and then it's gonna put all this pressure on him it's gonna be great (laughs) (laughs) oh that's that's a cool story though like I love being able to say I knew you when I can't say that about many people maybe one but yeah. it's that's still better than nothing <laughs> another one we had this really like huge Christmas concert in Atlanta for Q100 the radio station I was a part of and huge Christmas concert but there was like a pre-concert outside it was freezing cold it was I mean insanely cold outside and I remember going I can't believe I have to sit here for this cheesy pop band of girls that are singing and dancing and maybe one minor hit song. And now her name is freaking Rihanna. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Everybody pays their You keep dropping these name bombs. It's great. <laughs> I, it's, but that's just how it happens. You know, they all start somewhere and they all got to work their way up. Right. Yeah. 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 I got to start going to some open mic nights or something. Maybe I'll discover yeah. somebody yeah. and become their bestie before they get famous. See. Move to Nashville. Yeah, right. I know. Apparently, I should. Yeah, you have to be present to win. That's kind of the motto here. (laughs) (laughs) Or you could get a talent yourself and be famous. Wait, no, I could, but that's just way too much. I'd rather ride somebody else's coattails. Let's be honest. (laughs) Take you back. Take you back. I gotcha. Yeah. Well, Sally, Uh, where where can where can everybody find all of your heels down awesomeness? All of our things. Well, we have a lot of things. So the best place to go is heelsdownmag.com. You can then go through and download our app, Heels Down Magazine. It's free. And then you can subscribe or download individual issues. Um, Then on our magazine, you can kind of find that stuff like the Heels Down Happy Hour podcast episodes and also sign up for our weekday email newsletter called the Heels Down Brief. So we've got a lot of goodies for you. You can kind of just start there, heelsdownmag.com. Perfect. I'm just cool. loving the fact that it was you girls on the show today because if I had told those stories to Glenn, he would have been like, who? Oh, the, the value <laughs> would have been so lost on him. So yes. Yes. you're just good. Rihanna, what? <laughs> what? what? Huh? <laughs> That's a weird name. <laughs> well, Sally, thank you so much for coming on. And I'm just going to end the show here. Lisa, thank you for co-hosting today. And sorry, my sound was kind of weird today, guys. But you Jimmy, thank fabulous. you for- for <laughs> for producing and I appreciate you guys and love you girls. Thanks guys. Bye, Bye. everyone. Bye. 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 Bye.